The college basketball experience, Southland College Basketball Conference Preview and Picks Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Prize Pick. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN and use that code for a first deposit bonus match up to $100. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets. Um, or go to hofbets.com, use that code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, we're brought to you by the MMA Gambling Podcast, which just launched their YouTube channel. Celebrate, we're giving away MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all details today. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to the college basketball experience, Southland style. Welcome to November, first of all. If uh, yeah, I mean we're previewing the Southland here, late night, midnight madness here on a Wednesday night, five nights away from the season. Can't fucking wait. Uh, love this league. Love the Southland. Old school, old school rivalries in the deep south. We got Will Wade at McNeese State. Here we go, Southeast Louisiana. Um, if you're wondering who you're listening to, um, you probably are. If you're new to this show, I am Moneyline Mac, aka the former former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. And joining me, he's the guy behind the scenes on the college basketball experience, the college football experience, and the host of the college baseball experience. And he drives a Storm and LeBaron. Always, maybe you can take that little Baron down from Michigan all the way down to Texas, maybe even to Louisiana. He is Noah Phoenix, AK 77. Congrats on your Rangers, man. Hey, thanks, Mac. What's going on? Yeah, I, Southland, you know, a big, big uh, centralized location for uh, the Southland is Texas. That was uh, a, a nice little uh, crowbar into there, uh, Mac. Uh, yeah. About this time last year, a little bit into November, I uh, gave out the the Rangers to win the World Series. Now I wasn't like a a, a whack job that bet it at seventy five to one before they had made any like these preseason moves. Uh, that I I had called that before like half these kids even joined the the Rangers team. Um, I bet it in August, so uh, still got plenty of college basketball money to throw around here for the first week uh just a bankroll builder you know uh a pretty good feeling haven't had that big of a hit since maine last year college basketball feast week area yes. uh yeah felt really good so how about yourself how, how's your day been going Ah, uh, you know i've been knocking out shows left and right uh did a little college football did some nfl now here we go i mean previews in west virginia got the opener there in five days, but hey, man, got to get the, got to get these done. We yeah. got five shout previews out, left, so shout ahead. out the Ryan and Russia. You had Jordan McCabe on. I saw that. That's a great guest. We had we had Jordan McCabe on. We had Alex Ruff. We got Deshaun Butler coming out tomorrow morning. So 
maybe uh-huh. arguably other than Jerry West, the greatest player in West Virginia history. And sneak peek. I mean, there might be somebody with a uh, high importance on Friday. So you got you go get over there and subscribe to the Ryan and Rush show. So yeah, Ooh. we got we got we got we got the coaching staff coming on this week with the opener uh, coming on Monday. Can't wait. So, well, Noah, let's get into the Southland though, because people are coming over here to talk about the Southland, not the Mountaineers. Although you can always talk about the Mountaineers, greatest institution out there in the country. But this was a fun league. Corpus Christi won it last year at 14-4. and four. Northwestern State was good. Southeast Louisiana was good. Nichols has been good. What was your takeaway from this league last year? Corpus Christi ended up winning it, yeah, with Steve Lutz. And then he went over to, uh, he went over to Western Kentucky. So new man here. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, a lot of di- a lot of different uh, different storylines headed into this season in the Southland League with coaching changes. Yeah, I, I would say uh, my storyline or like learning lesson that I took from last year's Southland is that it's just a roller coaster. Uh, mm-hmm. You look at they they're one of these conferences that do like a, a mid season or a preseason tournament for the conference. And I believe the winner of that was Nichols. And Nichols, like, fell flat on their face come, like, actual uh, yes. Yes. turn up, like, put up or shut up time. Uh, so it's – anybody can beat anybody. It's another one of those leagues. But truly, like, what happens in January is not what should be expected to happen come March. Couldn't have said it better myself, no. Yeah, this this league this league is wide open, and we'll get into all these teams. I mean, McNeese State, we'll, we'll talk about them in depth. I mean, they, they're as big a wild fun. card as anybody in this team, so or in this league. I'll, but, I'll say this before before we jump in. Uh, so five teams have first year head coaches. Um, handicapping the coaches is not my specialty. But mm-hmm. it just happens to be yours. So yes. I, I think uh, a, a couple of these takes might be coming off of your opinion on the coach. <laughs> All good. I'll, always here. And let's lead it off with Ron Cottrell in a 16th season at the Southland. Um, not the Southland. At Houston Christian via uh, in the Southland. <laughs> at Sharp Gym. At Sharp Gymnasium. Key departures here, they, they lose a bunch. Uh, Max Klanjek, 15 points a game. Bryson Long, 15 points a game. Andrew King, 9 points a game. Sam Hoffman, 7 points a game. Getting in the portal here, uh, mainly went the junior college route. A lot of JUCOs in this league because they're down there in Texas where they got all those talented JUCOs. Jay Alvarez, Bruce Carpenter, Marcus Green, Nathan Self, and Michael uh, Emerg. Emerge, Emerge. If sorry if I'm butchering your name, but uh, it's not the easiest name in the world. They do not have a lot coming back. <laughs> um, they, I mean, they weren't very good last year either. But I mean, maybe losing their team is kind of addition by subtraction. I don't know. Uh, this has got to be a bottom half of the league team. I mean. How about, how about Ron Cottrell in his 16th season? I mean, you're talking about coaching in this league. We're talking about all the coaching turnover. Definitely no coaching turnover with Ron Cottrell in his 16th season at Houston Baptist. He's 518 and 489. Although in the Southland, the last time he finished above fifth place, which is top half of the league now, was 2017. So 
I kind of expect him to be in the bottom half once again, Noah. You? Yeah, I'm going to have to watch my words early on in the show because, I mean, we're talking about first first team up. Uh, yes, it's not a new coach, but they're one of the five teams that either return only one or zero starters from a season ago. Yeah. Um, it's not a it's not a winning formula, definitely in early in the season. Um, and you mentioned it with Cottrell. I mean, he is not – some of these conferences, it's tough to put up winning seasons when they're constantly on the road and non kind of playing high majors, making money for the school. But, I mean, they haven't had a winning season since that 2017 season that you mentioned, Mac. Uh, this is a, a team in the basement for me. And there, there's, I got to, I got to watch myself this show. I keep notes on all of the things that I say from these teams. Um, but there could be like four teams in the basement of a 10 team conference here. <laughs> uh, oh, TDBJ yeah. is also saying there's a new floor and court design here. Uh, oh, there is. Court. Oh yeah. Now that, that, that's worth one win. So, we got to take them on the money line and one of these November games. One win against a non D one. Is that what you're yes. saying? Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go over to another team in this league. And that's the incarnate word Cardinals in uh, Shane Hireman in his first season at the helm. Um, they, another team that loses a bunch, Jonathan CSA <laughs> out 17 points a game, Charlie Yoder, 11 points a game, Trey Miller, 10 points a game. Brandon Swaby seven points a game. Nikki Kraus, seven points a game. Juking it up, just like the last program. Here we go. Skyhawks from State College of Florida. They do have a couple uh, transfers coming in from Division I programs, led by Lehman Sabali from UTSA, Amani Drummond from Central Michigan, Josiah Hammond from Truman, Sean Robinson from Austin P. The Governors, Alex Anderson from Alabama State. A lot of turnover. Hireman coming over from Central Michigan where he was associate head coach. Uh, Incarnate Word has struggled as a program, to say the least, and that's why Hireman is there to fix this thing. They haven't finished in the top half of the league since 2016, kind of like Houston Baptist, so I will have them in the basement probably with Houston Baptist. How about you? My question here is what did Hireman do at Central Michigan to earn a head coaching job? Somebody uh, knew somebody. The the chips have been in the bottom of the Mac for as, as long as I've been handicapping college basketball. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's number one, not very good. Um, two, only one starter returns from this team. Three, they are the least experienced team entering the 2024 season, according to Torvik, uh, in the Southland. This is a basement team. <laughs> Um, uh, Incarnate Word has a, a couple of guys that, I mean, so Drummond from Central Michigan is like an eyebrow raiser for me because I just, I remember that name there. He didn't do much for the chips. Um, the front court should be the strength of this team, but uh, again, there's a lot of new pieces. I don't really know what to expect from a first-time head coach who wasn't really great at the previous position that he was at. I don't know. They're in the basement for me. Yeah, they're in the basement for me. Uh, all right, let's talk about another team that could be in the basement. And <laughs> that's uh, the Cardinals of Lamar University. I remember when Pat Knight was at Lamar. Uh, 
Did they not finish the year last year? Or no, they finished nine and twenty-two. My thing was saying nine and two. I was like, that is not true. Five and thirteen in uh, the Southland. Alvin Brooks uh, from Baylor uh, over there in his third season. They actually. So this is actually an easy team to kind of handicap, to be honest, Noah, because they bring back a lot. They only lose. Uh, they do lose Nate Kamasi. 18 points a game, so that is a big loss. They return three starters. They bring back a lot. That's time for the second most in this conference. I know. That's what I'm (laughs) saying. Like, you got to think that there's going to be a little bit of a bump here for Alvin Brooks in year number three. Alvin Brooks looking at his track record. Is this Alvin Brooks that was with you? No, he was the – so the Brookses are are, – this is the father. The two sons, one's at Houston, one's at Baylor. Or maybe he's at K State now. Anyway, the father's the head coach there. Uh, he played at Lamar, and I mean he's in his he's in, he's in his third year, two and twenty seven the first year in the WAC. Got it to nine and twenty two, so getting a little bit better. The Southland is a lot weaker than the WAC. That's for damn sure. And you guys just just dove into the WAC, which is a beautiful league um, uh, with, with uh, Pick Dundee. So. I don't know. I mean, I, I think they're better than these other two teams. I'll take I'll take Lamar over Incarnate Word and in, in Houston Christian, despite being fifty to one versus the other two that are twenty two to one and fifteen to one. How about you? Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's a better situation. Uh, and they return their point guard. They return their center. Those are two nice pieces that you bring back. TVDBJ in the chat goes Brooks is eleven and forty nine at Lamar. Uh, in his first two seasons here. Um, I will bring- say he took over a complete dumpster. So, like, the first year, like, he had limited scholarship players. So, he went from two to nine wins. So, I, I do give him a little bit credit there. I, this team lacked a little bit of an identity last year. They sucked on offense and on defense. They were ninth and uh, – they were tenth on offensive efficiency in Kempom, ninth in defensive efficiency. Really nothing really to like across the board this is another team that i'm going to be low on i'm going to watch what i say though because i do like them better than houston christian and incarnate words so i can't say they're going to be in the basement especially knowing that there's a couple others coming up that might have worse situations on paper than here in lamar so i'm gonna just stop talking (laughs) (laughs) there you go all right well let's uh Let's uh let's dive into actually first let's get paid. Uh let's talk about I want to talk about prize picks because prize picks, yeah. I mean, I love prize picks. It's the most fun I've ever had betting where you can win 25 times the money with football season and basketball season. You can parlay both of them with projected sets and, and place your entry. I mean, how about that? With college basketball going on, you can parlay college basketball picks with college football. What is better than that? Um, quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, an enormous selection of players uh, with stats that make pr- price picks the number one daily fantasy sports app out there. And it has new offers with Apple Pay for quicker and easier deposits. So easy to play with prize picks. Love it over there. Um, and like I said, man, I've been using prize picks for a long time, and I love the option where you can play multiple sports. Noah has also played it. Uh, he, he gave out a couple last year that hit big. So make sure you follow him for the first week before it's banned in the state of Michigan. So <laughs> It's not even uh, the first week. We get two days and then it's gone. 
Yeah, there you go. So I go to price maybe three. I don't I don't know if it's legal in Illinois when I go to the Barstool Invitational. That'll that'll be interesting. Yeah, get, you're gonna get your prize picks picks in for the next month. So go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use the code SGPN for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Pricepicks.com slash SGPN code SGPN price picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets because you can win. Oh, no, wait, that's the next one. I jumped the gun. Uh, we're brought to you nice by the job. MMA Gambling Podcast. Uh, you know, they they just launched their YouTube channel in honor. They're giving away a hoodie over there to one lucky winner. So get over there. Make your, make sure you're subscribed at the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry. And don't forget to subscribe to the MMA Gambling Podcast. All righty, we're back on the college basketball experience next up here's a team here's a team where i mean i guess they're the favorite now um (laughs) how do we handicap this team will wade coming over from lsu hello will wade you're in the building zach scott out 12 points a game jonathan massey out 11 points a game harwin france francis Six points a game. Malachi Road, six points a game. But you didn't think he was just not going to drop the bag once again <laughs> at McNeese State. Because he's got, I mean, he's got high major transfers coming in left and right. Shashada uh, Wells from TCU. You know? Mike Saunders <laughs> from Utah. CJ Felder from Florida. Oh, all of a sudden, I mean, these high major transfers want to go to Lake Charles and freaking have a nice, yeah. nice cup of tea, nice cup of coffee over there with Coach Wade. Uh, I mean, he also has got DJ Richards coming over from UTSA and Antavian Cullum from CJ Bakersfield, Nazir Mann from Sante Fe Community College, Johan Garcia as well, junior college guy. Do you do you want a bold prediction here? What, that they're gonna that uh, he's gonna make a good ass offer. Is that the exact quote? <laughs> How how long does it take until LSU picks Will Wade back up? Because I mean, what he was doing at LSU—it's not I mean, out of the realm of possibility of what's going on nowadays. Yeah, and, and and it is noted Will Wade does have a what ten game suspension? Yes, first ten games he's suspended as coach. Him and Kirk Risa it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. guys, Kirk Risa's only got... nine. He's only yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah. This guy's on on tape saying I made a goddamn good offer, and he only gets ten games. Other that, <laughs> uh, Bill self uh, self imposed what two and a half games against what Lamar and Incarnate Word, and yeah. So that's that. NCAA baby for you. What a fucking bunch of fucking jackass clowns. All right, let's uh, let's <laughs> get back. How you to, really feel, Mac? <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of fucking jabronis that need to fucking get knocked out is what they need. Uh, uh, so your ten games that they're missing, they, I mean, he they play against VCU game one. Yeah, that's that, they're gonna miss him there. Oh, I should go. Oh, I, if, if Will Wade was there, I would go to that game. <laughs> Biblical study, that's game two. Champion Christian, they're back for game yeah. three against McNeese State. Let her know. Letorno, Letorno, uh, game four, Western Carolina, game five, Texas State, game six, Louisiana Tech, game seven, UAB, game eight, Tennessee Martin, game nine, and to finish it all off, MUW, and I have no idea what that stands for. <laughs> Do they play Bible study? 
biblical, biblical study, Texas. Who the hell is that? They're live. <laughs> Champion Christian. <They're> live. And... <laughs> um, yeah, they did a good job with this schedule, kind of padding it up a little bit. So they get him back from Michigan. Oh, you're you're fucking kidding. I didn't read far enough. God damn Seven, it. Eight, nine, <laughs> yeah, getting back for Southern Miss, Louisiana, and Michigan. <laughs> They're gonna beat Michigan. Uh yeah, all three but, of those games are like legit games, and he's back. That's yeah, that's perfect. I mean, seriously, like they they lose they lose them for VCU, Louisiana and Tech's UAB. supposed to be good this year, and then UAB. Three games. What a joke. What a joke this NCAA <laughs> is. Uh the TVDBJ in the chat goes, they're playing the local church. Youth yeah, team. they're playing the local CYO. <laughs> I mean, this is probably the front runner to win the league based off of roster. Kind of has to be, just on the talent that he brings in alone. He uh, he ain't going to be there long, so enjoy That's what I'm it. saying. Like, yeah. In a year, LSU could come calling back and just say, keep doing what you were doing originally. People. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He ain't going to be there long, so, yeah, I might be on McNeese to win the league. Stay tuned for the end of the show. They're going to be good, especially come league play. Yeah, man, they, they are going to be good. I mean, they've got uh, three juniors and two seniors in the projected starting five. I mean, there's three three high majors in, in this starting five. The Southlands, uh, do I have to say it? Uh, that's incredible for a Southland roster. Uh yeah. And the returners that they bring back are Trey English, who played 30 minutes a game, averaged 11 points a game last year, and Christian Shoemate, who I think is related to JT Shoemate, who was at Toledo. I couldn't really mm-hmm. find anything on that. Of course, this is the Southland. Um, 33 minutes a game, 15 points per game, almost 10 rebounds a game, and he's a hell of a shooter. That matches everything that JT was at Toledo, and they're the same height. So that's my assumption on that. This is going to be a damn good team. Yeah, they're going to be good. Uh, all right, let's go over to the next team. The New Orleans Privateers. What kind of fucking name is that? By the way, is it Houston Christian or Houston Baptist? Houston Christian. They changed the name. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, it, anyway. It happened for last year, too. Did it? I kept, I kept calling <laughs> them Houston definitely, Baptist. Definitely not the first year that they're Houston Christian. I kept calling him Houston Baptist, I think. But anyway, let's go to the baseball team's uh, got Lance Berkman as the head coach. So uh, he doesn't mind the name change. I like I like me some Lance Berkman. Let's go over to uh, let's go over to the privateers though. Mark Schlesinger in his twelfth season at the helm. He does a pretty good job there, in my opinion. Limited he doesn't have the best resources, but seems to always get the best out of his guys. Kamani, Dowdy, seven points a game. Simeon Kirkland, seven points a game, Marquise. Cooper, five points a game. Daniel Sackey, Sackey, uh, three points a game. Bringing in some transfers from Rice and Mason Jones, Caleb Jenkins, junior college, Carlos Hart, another Duke, and James Glisson from Mercer. Um, I mean, I kind of – so this is year 12 of the Schlesinger era. Looking at Schlesinger's – tenure there like i said i feel like they usually overachieved um as i can't bring up his first 12 years what so what's your take re- what's your take on them noah so they returned the second most minutes from last year 72 percent um and their backcourt's really good 
I mean, if it wasn't for, you know, an unknown on how good McNeese State's backcourt's going to be with the high majors coming in, I mean, this is the best backcourt in the Southland this year. Jordan Johnson is going to have his name in the player of the year uh, conversation. He played 34 minutes a game last year, 18 points per game, and he was able to dish the ball around too, almost four assists a game. Uh, Offensively, they were the number one shooting team last season. They weren't very good elsewhere. Um, They were bottom half offensive and defensive efficiency on Kempom, but they were feisty uh, defensively, uh, grabbing turnovers and whatnot, but offensively they were the number one shooting team. They bring back some sharpshooters from last year, and and Johnson, <coughs> who had the bulk of the opportunities on the offensive end of the floor, he shot 48 point, uh, 48% from three last year. Uh, Caleb Wilson-Roos averaged almost 10 points a game last year, 38% from the floor. And Tyson Jackson, the big man, he was very efficient, uh, 62% from the floor, um, 11.5 points a game and 27 minutes a game. They return quality minutes from last season. Uh, the entire starting five returns from last year, or I should say uh, the entire projected starting five, three returning starters from last season. But uh, Jamon Vincent and Omari and Harry, Omari and Henry are the only two that didn't play or start last season, but they played meaningful minutes, averaged seven points again, a game, both of them. This team's going to be better. They're going to be much yeah. better than last season. Yeah, I mean, they, they were down last year for their expectation six. I mean, you look at the other previous years, so you got a second, a third, a fourth. He won the league in 2017 is, um, when uh, when they got to the NCAA tournament. I definitely think middle of the pack, maybe, maybe they could creep into that top four. I think for sure they're in the top four. Just saying that yeah. right now. Yeah. All right. Let's go over to the Nichols. Colonials. Colonels. 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 <laughs> uh, Tevin Sadler in his first season at the helm. Um, so, new coaching change. The guy there before did a good job. Kalen Hoffman, uh, 17 points a game. Latrell Jones, 15 points. Marik Nelson, 8 points. Pierce Spencer, they're all out. Coming in via the portal or junior college portal, Deontay Smith from South Alabama, Dr. Bradley from New Mexico State. Yeah, he, he was part of the dust stuff. Uh, Byron Ireland from Maine, Taj Anderson from UT Arlington, also Jamal West from Clarendon, Robert Brown from Butler uh, Community College. This is kind of an interesting team here because Sadler coming over, um, so there's Austin five Clutch. new coaches. There's five new coaches in the league. Yeah, yeah. Al, Clutch, Alex Clutch. Austin, he was the coach last year. He's now the assistant with Alabama. Yes. So this is another team that is pretty new. A lot of turnover. Only one returning starter from a year ago. Uh, only bringing back 19.5% of their minutes from a season ago. They, however, are the most experienced team in the Southland entering this pre entering the the season. So, yeah, there there are some. Uh, how do, how do I word it? 
there is a little bit of continuity here. Uh, two new pieces that are going to play a little bit of a role. Um, Jamal West Jr. coming in from uh, Clarendon. And Deontay Smith from South Alabama. Played quite a bit at South Alabama, actually. Is the uh, leader in returning or leader in minutes last season. He's not returning. He's new. Uh, I uh, He played 27 minutes a season ago. Seven points. He was a good shooter. Um, and he plays in the front court. This team's also going to be a little bit, a little bit of a project. Um, do you know much about Sadler? Where is he coming? Yeah, from? I, I'm getting ready to tell you. I'm going to fade them. Sadler is 28 years old. Sadler was director of player development at Maryland last year. He played at Nickel State. He's good. There's going to be some lumps here. Young coach, under 30. I'm going to fade them. It's hard. It's hard, man. When you're under thirty, man. I mean, that that, that it usually takes a couple of years to get going. I mean, so he experience got is a bit, yeah. Go from ahead. a player development coach at Maryland to head coach at Nichols, he was director of operations the year before at Nichols. So he comes back to Nichols. He played at Nichols, <laughs> but in my opinion, not one year as an assistant coach. That that's that's a hard sell, you know. There's going to be a learning curve here for sure. Yeah. Might be yeah, one I, of those teams where it's like the, the players kind of run it <laughs> yeah, uh, with the yeah. inter- returning experience. So, yeah. Something no, to I, note. Uh, yep. Something to note. So, uh, oh, so you're saying total fade? Or are you saying like maybe check them out middle of the year? Uh, yeah. How, let, how wait and see. Wait, fade them early. Fade them early while he's trying to learn on the job. <laughs> I, uh, I I like the 15 and a half against Ron Hunter and the Green Wave. Tulane. Yeah, I kind of I kind of like Tulane there too. So that, get thank, out on it. Thank you, TBDBJ in the chat for bringing that up. Yeah, let's fade <laughs> let's fade let's fade the under 30 coaches in their in their first game. So there's not many of them. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're brought to you here by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, props. And game lines research every NFL, NBA, and MLB soccer bets with historical data. Enter any parlay into the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get each rate broken down. Um, so you know which one you have the best value on. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching Hall of Fame Bets to craft a more intelligent, data driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use that code. SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right. Let's get over to the second half of this great Southland. Next up, we got, oh, yeah, the Demons of Northwestern State, baby. Love this team. Love this coach because in coming to the Northwestern State Demons is my guy, Ricky Cabrera. Me and Ricky work together at Austin P. He is a uh, well-traveled coach, well-deserving of this opportunity. He paid his dues. He was a junior college ranks, multiple multiple stops, um, played at Tennessee Tech. Uh, He loses DeMarcus Sharp. He loses Jamonte Black, Isaac uh, Haney, and Jalen Hampton. They all follow uh, over to the governors of Austin Peay. So, Following their coach uh, over to uh, Clarksville, Tennessee, incoming Which, in for for what it's worth, I really like that team this year, Austin P. 
Yeah, the continuity. On the A Sun, I had them, uh, I think, top five. So, yes, uh, I, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing seeing how the governors uh, look. They opened up a new building today, and I, I did Your see, uh, yeah, Corey Gibson. So I think Gibson he played there. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah. uh, Ricky, Rick, Ricky's good. Ricky, like I said, Rick, multiple stops at the junior college level. Over the years, uh, J- Jameson Epps from Casper College, J.T. Warren from Chipola, Dwayne Posey from Alabama State, Jamel Lane from Lynn University, Braylon Bush from Navarro, Chase Forte from Gulf Coast State. On the outside looking in, I know everybody's going to say this is an unknown team because they, they lost everybody. But I kind of like backing, and I like backing coaches that juked it up that they were at the junior college level. They're used to rebuilding a whole roster. That's what he's doing here. He was great um, down there in Florida the last couple of years at Tallahassee. That made made, uh, made the postseason tournament Elite Eight. I, I think they're going to be a lot better than what people think on the outside looking in. Yeah, you obviously know more about Cabrera than I do. Um, so, And plus, you're closer to that situation. He's a buddy of yours. So I'm trying to take what you're saying and form my own opinion that might be a little bit more rational. What I'll say is, I mean, that's a brand new team to D1. There's going to be some learn, uh, you know, some bumps and bruises early on in the year. However, Northwestern State's kind of been around the block with the coaching hire. Last year they hired a first-year head coach in Corey Gibson. He knocked it out of the park. You have to trust that this kind of this group has been there, done that, and they're bringing in another winner. Um, but as for the roster, I've got nothing on uh, what could possibly make this team a, a middle middling uh, a team that can knock off New Orleans and McNeese State. I think they're kind of in the in the mix of. Uh, I gotta watch what I say because there's gonna be there's a few basement and bottom half teams. So yeah. I'll say middle. I'll just I'll just classify them. They'll be in the middle of the pack. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I'll probably have them a little bit higher just because I think Rick's going to do a good job with with those guys like he did at Tallahassee. So, uh, all right, let's go from one guy that I'm good buddies with to another <laughs> one, David Kiefer, Southeast Louisiana. Kiefer's Kiefer's doing a hell of a job with the Lions here. Uh, Kiefer, what year is Kiefer in now? I think Kiefer's in his fifth year. Yeah. Ke- David Kiefer in his fifth year, 18 and 14 last year, 12 and six. Overall, David Kiefer at Southeast Louisiana is, I know they've had back-to-back years where they've won this league or been right there to win it. Yeah, 19 and 15 two years ago, finished second. Yeah, couple couple tough years to start. He was with Jay Ladner, who's now at Southern Miss. He was a video coordinator for Frank Martin, so you guys can connect the dots. I know Kiefer. Um, they lose, they lose, they lose a little bit. Boogie Anderson, 15 points game. Sammy, uh, Pissis, uh, seven points game. Medi Pissis, so the Pissis brothers are out, 11 points a game. Christian Agnew, six points game. Matthew Strange, six points a game. Chino Carlos Paez, who I coached at Austin P, coming over to the Lions. He's a nice little uh, under-the-radar point guard. What's I was that? wondering if there was going to be some kind of connection there because, I mean, 
you being obviously at Austin P, but this this yeah. kid's a grad senior, so he's in his fifth year of college ball. So yeah. you obviously at least had a hand recruiting him. I was putting them together the pieces. But uh, before you go further, is there any chance that Cabrera and Kiefer know each other? Just you and the coach yeah. tree. Yeah, they, they, they know yeah. each other. Yeah. So that's, yep. that's going to be fun during the year. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to Northwestern State, Southeast Louisiana. I'm going to root for them, obviously, every game. And uh, a couple other darlings for everybody listening that are wondering why I'm so high on these coaches. Radford with Darius Nichols would be another one. Yeah. Um, we got to put up the all – we got to put up – yeah. like an all Mac coaching team where it's like yeah. it, it, the outsiders are like, what the fuck? Like this, this is like a joke, but it's, yeah. it's, it's the TCE all coaching team. You know, it's no doubt. those, it's, those uh, guys we, we fucking, we were riding, yeah. riding, dying with. Those are all my guys. Uh, yeah. who else, who else do I got? Uh, Jared Calhoun. Like a, yeah. Jared Calhoun at young. I mean, Jared Calhoun's an easy sell. He won the league last year. Darius Nichols did a good job. Or Kiefer's doing a good job in Southeast Louisiana. Um, trying to think who else I got in, uh, well, you I obviously mean, I, have Frank Martin. Yeah. I mean, other than the big names, everybody, I mean, that's in the intro former, uh, Matt figure at, at UT Rio Grande. I know you guys just did them. We, yeah, yeah. We just did them. I was not high on that team. <laughs> yeah. He, he, she, she, he was a lot better at the P. So we had it rolling at the P. That was my former boss. And ah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think who else I got. And so, it, it'll come. Oh, Ray Harper, Jack State, baby, my Jacksonville State game. Let's go. So I, I was um, I was low on the Vaqueros. Like I like the Vaqueros, but I didn't even realize that was your former boss. Yeah, that one that one could be a hot take at the end of the year. Well, the problem with 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 the Vaqueros, I know we're going off off the cuff here. <laughs> that, that league is so hard. Oh, it's a great league. The whack yeah. is awesome. I have them yeah. tenth out of eleven. Yeah. So. My apologies, so I got, but I, uh, I mean, none, none taken, man. I mean, I, I'll probably fade that. <laughs> I mean, they're they're not very good. So, uh, but I got a couple of buddies on that staff. I, I hope that they can get it figured out. Uh, obviously, West Virginia, the situation will always be very close. So, yeah, I, I got about ten. I got about ten, ten of my guys still out there as head coaches. Hopefully, get a couple more in the assistant ranks and get some jobs. So, like Rick over at uh, Northwestern State and. Kiefer now at uh, Southeast yeah. Louisiana these last five years. But let's get back to Kiefer's roster because he's got Chino coming in from Austin P. He was a governor while I was there. Uh, he was he was a freshman. He, he he was he was getting onto campus and I was out of there going to West Virginia. I said, get the hell out of here. I'm out. See ya. Uh, <laughs> so Chino is Carlos Pias for those that actually don't know. Yeah, yeah, Chino. That's his nickname. Anthony <laughs> Batar from Florida College. Joe Mapoyo from Dawson College. Dylan Cannonville from uh, Lincoln Community College and Cam Burden. Uh, another guy in his backcourt is Alec Woodard, who was also at Austin P in the same class as Carlos Pias. So this is going to be my team, baby. Um, they're actually damn good, though. I, I like. I know. I know they got a couple of my guys that I quote unquote coach at Austin this P. This team's but legit. They're they're good, and Kiefer's been. He's been through the ringer a couple times yeah. coaching in this league his fourth year. They're going to be right there to win the league, no doubt. I think I think Kiefer Kiefer's going to get another job here soon, and I'm going to be there uh, pumping it every step of the way because he's earned it. I mean, I, it's one thing to pump your guys. It's another thing when you've almost won the league back-to-back -back years, and if you win it the third year after being competitive, I mean, that, 
that that's that that's a job well done because Southeast Louisiana is not an easy job. Yeah. Yeah, they're a really What's your good take rebound? on these guys. They're a really good rebounding team, especially on the defensive end, and they take care of the basketball. They're a really good offensive team last year. They had the third best offensive efficiency in Kempom last year, and a lot of these guys return. Uh, the one hole, if you're poking in, into the roster here, is that they're a little bit small, especially in the backcourt. But four seniors and a junior, what's not the love here, especially with a damn good coach in the conference? This team's going to be a contender this year. Yeah. Let's go Lions, baby. Line it up, baby. Let's go, Kiefer. Let's win this damn league. Or or Northwestern State. Either or. Either or. Yeah, I'm good. You've got it's, two it's dogs hard. in the race going up against the man, yeah. Will Wade. <laughs> yeah, fuck Will Wade. Let's go. Let's kick his ass. Uh, let's go over Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. Eight to one. Um, they're, I mean, this is a hard team because Lutz is out. Jim Shaw taking over the program. Trey Ten, Tennyson. Uh, out Isaiah, they lost everybody. They lost everybody off back-to-back yep. NCAA tournament teams. Ross Williams, Jalen Jackson, to uh, Taron Murdix. I mean, they're going to bring in some transfers. Shiloh Jackson from Vincennes, Lance Amir Paul from Nichols, Xavier Glenn from Connors, Tedrick Washington from Moberly, Cam Parker from Independence, Dion Wright Forday from uh, Odessa. That's a good. That's a good junior college. I mean. This is going to be a hard team. I'm going to think middle of the pack. I know it's, it's Jim Shaw's first year. There, There's no way that you can expect them to be what they were under Steve Lutz. When Steve Lutz was there, they won back-to-back league titles, back-to-back NCAA appearances. In his two years there, they were 47-23. and 23. That's not going to happen again, and that's why he's at Western Kentucky. I'll say middle of the pack for uh, uh, the Islanders. Yeah, 100%. And I think this is the time – uh, a good time in the show where I kind of get on the 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 lecture about Ken Palm horse again because they're yeah. third in Ken Palm in the preseason here with the Southland. Uh, Ken Palm bakes in data from years past. I believe it goes four, maybe even five years uh, from the past, and it carries it over into the preseason just on uh, program success alone. Um, and then the kids that are on the roster – it doesn't take into account coaching changes. It doesn't take into account what the roster uh, turnover was like. This is one of the ones that are, are going to be w- one of your your auto fades here early on in November, December, just on they bring back nobody alone, not a, not a single starter. Um, the, the backcourt, a couple of grad seniors, but, I mean, it's a brand-new roster, brand-new head coach, a lot of new chemistry and gelling needs to happen. You, you can get an extra couple of free points on the market just based off of <coughs> the books listing the numbers based off of Ken Palm's numbers that are just a little off. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. Uh, this is a bottom half team for me too in the Southland. There's just a lot of new on this roster. They're actually, they've got some positional length. I think that's the good thing about this team and the backcourt's experienced. So they're not going to be all the way down in the basement, but they're still going to be in the bottom half for me. Yeah, and no, I think you make a good point about Ken Palm. I honestly, I think fading Ken Palm early is the way to go for for sure because there's still there, there's a bias from last year, like you said. They they don't they don't know these teams yet. So I think the the longer the year goes, the sharper Ken Palm gets, the sharper the books get. So. 
I, I think if, if you see a number that's a couple points off of Ken Palm, dive more into that matchup. Because that, I'm telling you, yeah. even the plus 800 that's on this team here in the preseason to win the conference, it should be longer. Yeah. I agree. I agree. All right, let's go over to the final team in the Great Southland. We got the Texas A&M Commerce Lions. We got a bunch of Lions in this league. Lions and Tigers and Bears, oh my. Commerce, 13 and 29 and 9. They were year one in Division One. correct me if I'm wrong. Jarrett Vaughn Rosenberg, seventh season. Loses loses a good amount to Marcus Demonia, 15 points a game. CJ Roberts, 12 points a game. JJ Romer, uh, Rosario, eight points a game. Luca Vasic, four points a game. Let's talk about who they brought in with Zondrick Garrett from Pensacola. Kowo Agua from Howard College. What a name that is. James Pop Weathers from Bradley. There you go. VJ Reeves from Central Arkansas. This is kind of an unknown team, in my opinion. Um, I, I think they're going to be a little bit better just because it's year two of transitioning from Division two into Division one. Um, they didn't have the same jump that a Queens had, the Tommies had. I'll say, I'll say that they're somewhere in the middle. I think this is a decent roster for this league. How about you? Yeah, I think they take a step up. They're young, but they returned the third most minutes from a season ago. So they were a young team last year that they have some miles on the on the uh, dashboard now. But uh, the backcourt's quite good, actually. Uh, you had all all three guys played. Uh, all three projected starters played at least twenty minutes a season ago. Um, Reeves comes in from Central Arkansas D one program, and he shot the ball well when he had the opportunities to. Uh, they're a really good backcourt. I'll say that. <clears throat> I'm starting to lose my voice here after the Rangers game. but Don't go dying on me. <laughs> We're almost done here. But uh, this this team is going to take a step up. I really do think so. I think they'll finish in the top half of the half of the league. Um, and last year they were, they were they were coached well too. Like both offensively and defensively, Rosenberg had uh, Von Rosenberg had this team in the top half of offensive and defensive efficiency on Ken Palm. Um, it was what I, I didn't remember the numbers. It was fourth offensively and fifth defensively last year. Um, and they rebounded well. Uh, so that's one thing that if they carry that over this year, they have a lot of new, they have some new pieces again. Um, but it's mainly in the front court where those new pieces are. So if he can, he can coach them up to be active on the glass. This is going to be a good team with the backcourt. I like it. I like it. All right, let's get into it, Noah. One through ten, Southland League. At number ten. Uh, okay. Hold on. I was going to ask for a fun question. We've got – you were mentioning it before we did the Commerce Lions. We've got two Lions and two Cardinals teams. Yes. Um, we, we might figure out this answer if we do the rankings and then come back to the question. Um, would you take Team Cardinals or Team Lions? Cardinals, you got Incarnate Word and Lamar, and the Lions, you got Southeast Louisiana and Texas A&M College. Definitely Lions. Yeah, the Lions probably win yeah. in a landslide. Yeah, <laughs> I don't uh, know. I just thought it was fun. It well, yeah, I'll try. I'll transition right into it. I got a Cardinal in the basement. I got Incarnate Word. <laughs> oh, um. I think I, I think I should go Houston Christian there. 
All right, I got Houston Baptist, Houston Christian, whatever the hell they are, whatever religion they're studying this year, ninth. Yeah, and I got Incarnate Word ninth. <laughs> All right, I told you I was going to fade them. I got Nichols at eight. You talked me into it. I, I put bottom half for them. <clears throat> and I think I got to go with Nichols State there. Yeah, Nichols. There you go. And number seven. I think the selling point for me is, holy shit, this guy came in from Central Michigan. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Well, no, that's uh, that's Incarnate Word. No, I Nichols. Nichols is the Maryland guy. Oh, Nichols is the Maryland. Okay. He's 28 years old. Incarnate Word 10. <laughs> I got those confused. I yeah. thought Nichols was – I'm I'm putting Incarnate Word 10. I thought that was the <laughs> – I mean, we're, bet, we're betting on coaches with the teams that completely turned over. Yeah. All right. Incarnate Word 10, Houston Christian 9 for me. At number seven, I'm going to go with Corpus Christi. I have Corpus Christi there, too. Okay. Number six, I got Lamar. Yeah, Lamar for sixth for me as well. I had them put at middle. There's one other middle team that I like better than them. And I'm going to assume that's a lion, and that's the Texas A&M Commerce Lions. No, I got the Demons there, Northwestern State fifth. There you go. Oh, I got them higher. Demons Demons are rising this year, baby. At number four. They were already there last year. They rose last year. They're they're already up there. (laughs) They're, they're They're rising again. Number four, I got the Privateers of New Orleans. I have Commerce, AM Commerce there. Commerce. Number three, I got my guy Ricky Cabrera, Northwestern State Demons. Let's go. I got New Orleans third. New Orleans third. And number two, so so do you have uh McNeese in Southeast Louisiana in the basement? I mean yeah. in, in the top. In the, in, yeah. <laughs> you wish Will Wade was in the yeah. basement. Oh, I wish. Well, Wade's going to be in the basement of one, two. Give me David Kiefer to get it done. He's been there, done that in the Southland. Hit this freaking high major prima donna roster out of here. Give me the blue collar Southeastern Louisiana Lions to win the league. Let's go. Southland hasn't seen that much talent. Will Wade's one. I have to go McNeese State, number one. Uh, he's he's, he's drinking the Mac. Coaching tree Kool-Aid. Let's go, He's baby. Got Northwestern State one. McNeese uh, yeah. two. New Orleans three. Yeah, you know what? Give me Northwestern State two. Get 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 Will Wade back to three. Fuck Will Wade. <laughs> uh, I'm fading Will Wade. He, he's just a big name. He, he don't ha- he don't have all those LSU boosters down there with him. He's- so you can only pick one for the conference tournament winner to go dancing. Uh, of if- your two guys, who is it? This is a double buy, if I'm correct. I think. I think they reward their. Uh... They changed it. I know they did last year. Yeah. They, because, uh, from what I remember, they were just a normal eight team, uh, tournament. Southland. 
conference tournament. Because this actually is important with the whole bracket style. Because uh, if, if they do if they do a WCC tournament format, which I I highly encourage all conferences to start to em, like start emulating it and uh, introduce it to your own conferences. Um, this is no, I was right. This is just a standard. Uh, wait, no, this, they mixed men's and women's, sorry. <laughs> it's confusing. Uh, just give me the men's bracket. Like they did a, a I think it's a double buy. I think it's a double yeah. buy, which I, it's it usually goes pretty chalk, which means it is, it is. They changed yeah. it to the WCC style. So You're, the first and the second seeds have the double buy and then the fourth and the fifth seeds have, or the third and the fourth seed have a buy and then the. Five plays eight, six plays seven. The last two teams don't qualify. Give me the Lions, baby. Lions are going to get it done. Kiefer's due. Fifth year, he's going to get it done at Southeast Louisiana. Northwestern State's going to win it next year. Let's go. Give me the chalk. I got to go McNeese State. Boo. Boo. <laughs> was, I mean, was there a surprise? So uh, does this does this conference have any sleepers and busts? The sleeper, I guess, could be Northwestern State for both of us. We both have them higher than I'd yeah. say the most. And I think the the bust could be Corpus Christi based off of where Ken Palm's got him. Yeah, I also think watch out for maybe Lamar with, with Alvin. Lamar Brooks. jumping up. Yeah, there's continuity maybe. there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they do. Uh, yeah, Nichols could be another candidate for uh, for a bust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on their program success recently. Yeah, yeah. So, well, that does it, man. What, what, what do we got? Three left. Yeah, we've got SEC and SoCon Thursday night, and then the SWAC. We're finishing off best of last. <laughs> SWAC Friday. <laughs> Mac conveniently missing the SWAC. The oh, best sorry. In the land. Everybody's gonna call me racist for missing that one. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, I got I got a wedding to go to. I can't. I love the swag. I love Monday night swag shit, baby. Um, but yeah. Oh, oh, Emart, Emart, Eric Martin at uh, South Carolina State. South That's Carolina another one. He, he, he's, yeah, he, he's the he, picture he, of the thumbnail. Yes. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Yeah, I, we got to make a graphic of my all coaches. Uh, they they almost beat South Carolina for you last year, almost. Dude, they should have. They got job by they the officials. They almost, they yeah. almost did. Yeah, we we, we got to put a graphic with like all the coaches on on Just the graphic. Yeah, all coaching team like entering twenty twenty four. Good luck to our all coaching team, uh, moneyline max uh, all coaches team. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even put your name on it. Just say yeah. all coaching team. It'll get so many <laughs> fan bases pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great, moneyline max all coaching team. <laughs> yeah. They'll have no idea where it's coming from. No doubt. No. What's hilarious about it? Yeah, we'll we'll do something. Brown up these fucking fairies <laughs> yeah, out there. You got to make your Commonwealth tour too. I got it. I I I'm going to. Uh, I told you Radford, VCU, November fifteenth. Radford, JMU, November seventeenth, and I'm looking at some other ones right now. So, we'll we'll get that out there. We'll get that out there n- next week. All right. Sounds like a so. Plan. Yeah, we'll get over to Cam Kerr, graphics guy. He's the GOAT. So, uh, everybody, 
like you said, man, we're what four nights away from from November fifth, the first college basketball. Tre- show. Trevor's been counting it down. He, he's he, five sleeps. I like that because it's technically four nights, but you gotta you gotta go to sleep tonight. So, but but only four sleeps. sleeps from the show. True. The show the four, show is part. The show. So then three days. Yeah, three days away. The the show is part of the college basketball like slate. Like you, you gotta have you gotta watch the show to get you excited for the day the next day. And that's what's so great about it is we go live right after the action every night, previewing the next slate. So that's that's what's so great about this show. Yeah. That's why the show is the best, and there's no other show like it in the country. So guys, like I said, subscribe to the college basketball experience. We got three more previews to get out there. And yeah, go check out the college football experience. They just got done. Uh, Dundee, Patty C, NC Sports Nick. Sports Gambling Podcast doing their NFL picks yeah, for this week. They're, they're picking the Redskins and uh, Patriots right now. Take the Patriots. Skins, skins are selling <laughs> off. So playing for the draft pick, baby. Thankfully, uh, the Lions are on by after the, yeah. the letdown spot from Monday Night Football, you know. Yeah, Season's I also lining up. The stars I, are aligning. I also gave out Patriots twenty-five to one today to sink into the seven seats. So come on, let's go Patriots. Really? <laughs> yeah, you Belichick, I trust. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, go subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast. Or they're diving in there midway through the one o'clock games. I got it on the TV in the background. Uh, make sure you check out Vsin. Speaking of the guys, every Friday night at midnight Eastern, nine o'clock Pacific. I can't wait. I, I feel like I keep saying that this this is really last year was such such a fun year, and this year's going to be even funner. And and it's only because of you guys. I mean, we we have fun all 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 we want, picking all these games, drinking beers, talking shit, yelling each shit pit, even when they're not even on the slate. Um, <laughs> but you guys in the chat really make this thing go, and we can't wait to have you guys back for another year and and bring in some newcomers, man. So well, you got something to add. And, and it should be even better product this year. I mean, last year, uh, you guys previewed all the major conference teams. Yeah. This year, we did a 364 team short team previews. So much more efficient. Much more yeah, efficient. 100%. So. <laughs> so, everybody, get over there, subscribe. Uh, we will oh, see you right as the show's ending. An OG from last year, Cloud Brain in the Cloud chat. Brain's back. Let's go. Oh, yeah. it's so close. It is. People can feel it in the air. November 5th is coming, or November 6th is coming, but November 5th evening is coming as well. And we are out of here.